0: Good morning everybody. How's everybody doing today on this lovely Tuesday morning? Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Um, this is Jeff Kalman of Solid k I training with the wake the fuck up with Jeff Show. I do this every Monday through Friday, eight AM Eastern Standard Time. Had a problem with Rumble this morning, so I don't think I'm on Rumble. Something just I just discovered it. Literally just discovered it two seconds ago. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with it. I've email that to Tony to find out. <clears throat> anyway, I wanted to talk about resource guarding um, this morning because I did read a uh, an email from someone um, from yesterday that uh, with all the bites to the kids and obviously it's a, not only just a biting issue but it's a resource guarding issue. Um, and uh, Rumble has an app, but I don't think I'm on the app. Yeah, they eventually will. I'm sure they eventually will. so my. It's I put it on my list, and we reached out to them. Um, but they do have an app. I just don't know if I can stream to it. You can you can actually ask questions from it. If it was one or the other but it looks like something happened with our Rumble account last night so I'm trying to try to figure that out um, resource guarding a lot of people think resource guarding is the food bowl that's what they think it is it's just like the dog with the food bowl and that's it And there's so much more to resource guarding than food. And then people just hand feed their dog, which if you're doing training, if you're doing training, um, that's fine. If you're doing training to do food rewards, that's how we train all dogs in obedience. We do food rewards, but to break resource guarding by hand feeding your dog is just, I hate to use the word, but just plain fucking stupid. Um, it's not what you do. It's not what you do. <clears throat> it's a waste of time. You can stop resource guarding in 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 three seconds. We've got videos on it. We've got courses on it. Um, one of the biggest things that dogs resource guard is humans. So what is feeding the dog by hand have to do with it you can have a dog that also does not resource guard food but they resource guard everything else the the way you stop resource guarding is a punitive based protocol that's actually how you stop it resource guarding food or or toys or excuse me or bones that's like a 3 second um the rumble's not working today yeah rumble's not working today something happened with my account i don't know what i just i just noticed it 2 seconds ago um so something's wrong with my rumble account today Um, so the way you stop resource guarding is uh, for resource guarding of food, bones, toys, I've got a video on YouTube. It's a free video. It's called out away from food. It's punitive based and it's, you, you use a remote collar and you walk up to the food bowl and you say out. And then you give your dog a high level correction. And this is for known resource garters, for not a resource garter, but you can still teach out away your dog away from food, even though it's not guarding the food. You can still teach out. And I recommend everybody teaches out away from all resources so the dog understands that before it happens. Also, preventing things before they happen, that's not a guarantee that it won't happen, but it does make a big difference. It does make a big difference. There's Out Away From Humans, which is another video, which is trained totally separate. We train it totally separate. And that is more in line with how we actually train any other obedience command. Great God, I'm yawning a lot today. And that's done with being. um, There's so many, just think about all the different things you'd want your dog to move away from, especially you, especially your kids, especially another dog. Just saying the word out, it means get out of here. But the guarding aspect of it, I'm always baffled. I'm always baffled by if a dog is resource guarding, say a dog bull, Dogs sometimes start to sit 12 weeks old, 10 weeks old. Imagine a 10-week-old dog eating food out of a food bowl, which, frankly, at 10 weeks old, they should be doing food training because that's how they should be doing all the reps. But let's say they're not. Let's say they're eating out of a food bowl. Then the dog growls at you the dog crawls at you. <clears throat> so many people, they walk away from their dogs. They'll just move away. Ooh, their dog doesn't want to, but this is what they say this. Cause I mean, I hear this from people. I've worked with a lot of people. Keep this in mind. You know, 10,000 people. So when you work with a lot of people, you have this body of work. And when you have this body of work, then you, 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 you go with, you go with what, um, you take your body of work and you, and you, form opinions but they're not quite an opinion they're based on fact because they're actually happening but you draw you 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 get a basis of a formula of how to stop things success after success after success so when you have let's just even say a thousand people and you do a protocol and it's successful Well, with resource guarding, with me, it's successful 100% of the time. Some things I do, it's not 100%. But resource guarding is 100%. I've stopped every resource garter that I've ever come across, and I come across a lot. And it's it's not that hard to do. But if I was to get a puppy right now, which I'm not I'm looking for another dog, but I'm not planning on getting a puppy. Joelle wants a puppy, I don't want a puppy. She wants to get a puppy, she can raise her she can raise the puppy, even though I'm gonna fucking end up doing a lot of it. If I had a ten week old puppy, twelve week old puppy, fourteen week old puppy that was guarding anything, anything at all food, bone, a toy, its bed. That dog would be scruffed, lifted up in the air. I wouldn't throw it. But that dog would get moved out of the way so fucking quick. And I'm just so baffled that people are not understanding and they're so brainwashed with some sort of non-conflict resolution. And I'm all for non-conflict when it comes to a lot of things. But we're talking about animals and there's a time and a place when you go animal against animal and resource guarding is one of them. And if you have the attitude of, who the fuck do you think you are guarding an item that I purchased for you, this item does not belong to you. This item belongs to me. You are using this item. I don't understand this concept, but you do. And that's the, that's the mentality that you need to have. And once you have that mentality, dog training is a mentality. Dog training is a mentality. Again, I'm not talking about obedience training right now. I'm talking about keeping your dog alive. And I'm talking about your dog not being bitten. With the family that I talked to yesterday, the kids have got, the dog's bitten the kids eight times. The dog should have, sorry, but gone through a damn wall the first time it did it. Like, what was the, like, what was the consequence? If you bite my kid, your life is going to suck. And that's not abusive. That doesn't mean I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But it's like, like, just think about this. And then dogs stop doing it. Why can't people understand this? Like, social media, this whole fucking force-free agenda is, God, destroying dogs. Over in the UK, and I've been talking about this for a long time. Everyone's coming out of the woodwork talking about it now that it's over with. Now that it's over with, everybody fucking has an opinion on it. Where were you five years ago? Where were you ten years ago? You were in business. You saw it happening. You saw it coming. When I, was in, when I was in the UK five years ago, I saw it coming. I sat down with freaking Scottish Parliament. Yeah, Scottish Parliament. The actual government official that rules on this stuff. I sat down with them. It's like, with 500,000 people, and everyone's talking about it now, but you fucking missed it. You missed it. And everybody's celebrating it. But dogs are going to be attacking livestock at an unprecedented rate. And it's going to be horrific. If you've never seen a photo or a video of one or a couple of dogs taking down livestock. And don't you dare, don't you dare, if you were for this ban, don't you dare say poor cow, poor pig, poor chicken, poor lamb, poor sheep, It's your fucking fault. You wanted a band. You're going to have blood on your hands. Now you think this is the best thing in favor of dogs. Really? So everybody, this, this, this term welfare, this term welfare gets thrown out there for the welfare of dogs, for the welfare of dogs, for the welfare of dogs. It keeps getting thrown out there. Well, guess what? When the farmer walks up to your dog with a fucking shotgun and blows it off the fucking face of the earth, what do you think? Because they're chasing livestock. What do you think about the welfare of dogs now? Because that's what's going to happen. I promise you. Everybody, wait. Everybody, wait. February of 2024, you are going to see the numbers of livestock go like this. Livestock killed. It's going to be incredible. And with that livestock being killed, you are going to see dogs being killed. The farmer doesn't know the farmer will not get hate for it. Melissa, the farmer will not get hate for it. Farmers have been shooting dogs for hundreds of years. They will not get hate for it at all. The farmer has the right to protect its livestock. They will not get hate for it at all. Maybe the fucking pansies over there will will, uh, get hate for it. Yeah, oh well. Well, if your grandfather got hate for it, guess what? He still has a gun in his hands. Let him get fucking hate for it. Let him somebody come to his fucking front door and threaten his livelihood. Let them. But that's the way the world works. That's the way the world works. People need to understand how the world works a little bit better. You're all fucking living in your dream world. But anyway, let's get back to. But I'm going to mention this whole thing in the UK because it's coming to your town, city, state, country soon. And I've been preaching this for so many years, but everybody's letting. Everybody is letting all of these people that have no fucking clue how to even train a reliable recall, let alone stop an unwanted behavior, make law ban tools. Okay. Then show me an alternative, and they always quote it. There's more humane. They use they use welfare humane, and there's more humane ways. Really, what are these humane ways? Then they'll throw out another catchphrase: positive reinforcement. Okay, great. So we got all the catchphrases down. Okay. We got all the catchphrases written down. I got my fucking chart up on the wall of all my catchphrases. Now show me how it is done. You can write down anything. You can have an opinion on anything. I want facts. I want factual documented information that I can see with my own eyes that you, big mouth, I'm a big mouth, but I can show you. Show me how it's done. Right now, live, unedited, video, step by step, show me. Because I can show you, and I can show you real quick. When I say real quick, I'm talking about less than a day. But usually one session. I can keep your dog away from your livestock. Any remote power, trainer worth their salt can. You can get dogs to ignore livestock. Ignore totally you can get you can get dogs to live amongst livestock and how do you think they did it they did it because at the very beginning if the dog started doing something it was heavily corrected Heavily corrected, heavily corrected. People really have to wake up to the realities of dog training, and you're living in a you're living in a in a, in a fantasy world where you live in a bubble along with probably everything else in your life that does not re, that does not revolve around reality. So with resource guarding. I've got two great videos, they are free. Out away from objects and out away from people. They're free videos, they're easy to understand, they're easy to apply, They're easy to apply. So. Anyway, let's get back to resource carding. When you own a dog that is guarding your anything, what is the messaging that you are giving your dog? What is the message that you give your dog? Just think about it logically, please. Can we please think about this logically? Your dog is guarding and will attack or bite you If you get too close to the livestock. I'm sorry. Get too close. I'm on the fucking livestock kick again. Or too close to a food, a toy, any article, anything. The dog growls. Looks like it's going to attack you. Will attack you. What is the messaging you are giving your dog? Are you going to allow it or not allow it? Think about it. You don't train an alternative behavior. You don't redirect the dog. No, you don't do any of those things because those things don't stop resource guarding. So I'm not just sitting here telling you that how bad it is and how wrong it is and what you should do. I got videos out that show you, step by step, and they work. And they work. We do it every day. Not every day. We do it with every dog. Every dog that comes into our property – Here's a good example. I think it's, uh, I forgot which one of the California four. This dog, you sit on the couch, it just runs over to you. Either it gets on the couch or rubs up against you. It always wants attention, always wants attention, always wants attention. Now, is that resource guarding? No. It's just a pain in the ass behavior. Literally, I mean, it's obsessive. So what do we do? We taught the dog out away. Get out of here. Get out of here. And then the dog goes and walks over and lies down somewhere. And I've got videos on that that show you how to do it. I'm not just talking. Dogs guard anything they feel is valuable to them. If you hear dogs barking in the background, those are my neighbors' dogs. They do it all the time. But dogs but dogs guard anything they deem valuable to them. Good morning, Edge. They will guard. They will guard a piece of grass, sticks, space, a bed, a toy. Everybody goes to the food. We have so many dogs that could care less about guarding food, but they guard everything else. But the first question I usually ask people is, how harsh was the correction? What was the correction? What was the consequence? Because I want to know where their head's at. So I want to know where their head's at. I want to know where the owner's head is at and are they mentally prepared? Are they mentally prepared? Now, some, some owners just don't know. They just don't know. They don't know that that was an alternative. Some owners are embarrassed by, by their answer. They'll say, oh, I whacked my dog. I'll say, okay. I don't got a problem with that. At least you did something. At least you did something. And I'll say, did it work? Well, they say yes and no. It cut it down, but it didn't stop it. I'll say, okay, good. So you understand the concept now. A negative reinforcer stops a behavior. So you're understanding that. Great. Let's switch to an e-cower, which is going to be more powerful and sends a stronger message. I have a fantastic relationship with all my dogs. I'm down to one right now. Everybody loved girl. Girl is the most recent dog that died. She uh, got a really bad infection last summer. She's almost 12. She could not kick it. She could not kick it. It was really bad. And uh, she barely breathed. And, uh, so i put her down i wasn't going to let her suffer she's 12 german shepherd they don't usually last long and she had a good life will- she had, she had a fan everybody loved girl everybody loved watching girl work everybody always off leash And no, she didn't even have an e-cower on. She never had an e on. And people would be like, well, what happens if she runs away? Like, I mean, I guess it could happen, but why Why would she run away? She, she's with me, Cass. She's, she, what's her to run away from? Every dog that's... We have a locked-in yard... We have a, we have a locked in yard here. Anytime a dog, any, we have a side door that's hard to close a back door in our backyard. It's hard to close every once in a while, every once in a while. Somebody will forget. I mean, you have to really force it closed. I mean, I don't even, I mean, Angelo has to use all his strength and slam this thing. I've got to change the lock. Or change the latch, I should say. But every once in a while, a dog can easily just push it and get out. And we're like, where the fuck's the dog? In the backyard. Where the hell's the dog? We're like, oh, great. Let me go check the door. This has happened like twice in a year Then we've been here. Two times too many, in my opinion. And, uh open up the door dogs standing right there like they're right there they have the whole freaking state of Florida to run around the whole state of Florida what do they do they stay right there like where are they gonna go they don't want to go anywhere they want to come back in the yard it's like one time that's one of our chickens one of our chickens got out of the pen. We just got these chickens. Got out of the pen, and what's this chicken doing? Running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. All frantic, all frantic. You want to get back in the pen again? You think, oh, I'm out of the pen, freedom. I can fly away. No, want to go back in the pen? Why? Because that's where it lives. These aren't free Roman chickens. We can't have free Roman chickens here jump over fences and who knows where they'll end up. We don't have, I mean, we live in a, on a in a, a normal house lot in the community. You can have, you can have a few chickens. So with resource guarding, the number one thing I can get across to you is what is your mentality on resource guarding. What is your thought process on resource guarding? That's the mentality. That's the mentality. And it needs to start with, if a dog is guarding something, the mentality is, who the fuck do you think you are? What is this with my freaking phone blowing up? Who the fuck do you think you are? guarding something I don't care what it is but let's go further now let's not, let's not just talk about items. we have dogs that sit in doorways of the baby's room or your bedroom or your bedroom right? And you can't even walk in your own bedroom. You can't walk in your baby's bedroom. Your baby's crying. Your dog's at the door. The dog is guarding the room. And if you try to walk in that room, the dog will attack you. That's that's happened to dozens and dozens and dozens of my clients over the years. We have dogs that guard the bed in the middle of the night i'm not against sleeping with your dog if you want to sleep with your dog you go ahead but if your dog resource guards the bed why that's what baffles me is like why you go you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom as many people do they walk back to the bed the dog now is guarding the bed and does not let the owner of the house, the owner of the house, last eye, last eye. unless you're a fucking squatter, you're paying the rent and you're paying the mortgage. The dog is a visitor. Dog is a guest. And the dog now is guarding the bed, keeping the owner out. The owner has to go sleep on another bed in another room or on the couch. This is not the first time it's happened. It's happened numerous times. We have clients like that. We showed on video at a seminar. Again, we show our work. We don't just talk. We don't just talk. So what do we have? We have a couple... It's documented. This is documented. We show it all on video. We show it all on video. Start to finish. And at the end, everybody's fucking going, poor dog, poor dog, poor dog. Fuck you, poor dog. Give me a fucking break. Two Springer Spaniels. They're big dogs. Springer Spaniel's a big dog. And there's different... Things were English ones, so there's, there's different sizes. Yeah, it's like Dobermans. You get a Doberman from Europe; those are big Dobermans. Client of mine has Dobermans—one from Poland, one from Russia. These are big-ass Dobermans. Coco and Duke—they're here. Off, we—you know—you see them a lot. They're here. They'll—they'll they'll be. Duke will be here again. So. The husband for two years, for two years, two fucking years, two years is a long time. He could not hug his wife for two years if the dogs were there. The dogs would attack him. Now, I put them both at fault on that one she must have either liked it but nobody stopped it nobody stopped it and it could have been stopped we did we stopped we stopped it in 30 minutes 2 years 30 minutes of training we stopped it The, the the wife's office was in the basement. The dogs were there. If the husband wanted to come down and say hello or ask his wife a question, ask his wife anything, if he wanted to walk down the basement stairs to... His house, their house. I don't know. I don't know what the logistics of the home ownership was. He had to text his wife or call his wife to see if the dogs were there, put up, on a leash, safe, walking free. So if it was safe for him to walk down his basement steps, sounds like you're a fucking three-year-old afraid of damn ghosts in the basement. Because he knew if he walked down those steps, he would be attacked. He has been attacked. This is resource guarding. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? Could you imagine living like that? These did. People do. They live like that for years so what did we do we did the out away from people protocol out away from people protocol i have a free video on it i show it it works it's worked with thousands if not more than people i've i have done it thousands of times myself i'm not a social media dog trainer I'm a dog trainer that has a podcast. I don't just fucking talk. Today, we're taking the California 4-Out to a, uh, uh, it's called UTC. It's a combination of an indoor and outdoor mall over by Lakewood Ranch. I'll be out with the dogs, going to cafes, sitting down, walking through crowds. Anyway, the point is, we got it so we made it default. We made it so if the husband walks up to the wife, we set it up. The wife had the two dogs next to her. Husband walks up to the wife before the seminar. That day, the dogs would attack the husband. After half an hour of training, that's it, 30 minutes of training. It's not that hard to do, okay? It ain't rocket science. Those dogs would walk away from the wife. They hugged. It's all on film. This is all on film. It's on my website. It's free. Anybody can find it. It's on YouTube. They hugged in front of the freaking seminar crowd. And I also did this in front of everybody. Nothing was done like behind the scenes. It was all done right in front of everybody. And they hugged in front of everybody for the first time with the dogs present in two years. People were crying, people were clapping. Then he goes, well, that's good. It's like good. You're hugging your fucking wife there. You're feeling her up. It's damn good. When she's sitting on a couch, I can't approach the couch. Then we said, okay. So then we just took the same application of knowledge in the same training and we did it on the couch he couldn't sit next to his wife on the couch so in the video you see she sits on the couch we made it so it would be permission based it used to be an automatic thing She sits on the couch. The dogs get up. So we made it permission-based. That's one of the things we did. Again, at a seminar, in front of everybody. It doesn't take long. We made it so the dogs had to be called up on the couch. So she called up one of the dogs up on the couch. The dog gets up on the couch, and this was what really was really, really obvious. The dog then spreads himself on her lap and then... Positions his body out. I'm like, that dog's, yep, that dog's guarding you. Anybody even walks up, they get attacked. So we're like, whoa, yep, that dog's guarding you. So then I told the guy, walk up to your wife. He was like, no, I won't, I won't. I said, walk up to your wife, it'll be fine. He said, he asked me to hold the leash just in case. I said, fine. So I had the dog on a long line and I grabbed the leash. I knew I didn't need the leash. He walked up. She said, out. The dog flew off of her, flew, flew. Not like a bird flies, but jumped right off of her, went to the other side of the couch. Now, with more training, another five minutes, we would have made it just so the dog gets off the couch. And the dog went to the other side of the couch and he sat down next to his wife safely. First time. And there was comments with people feeling bad about the dog because the dog looked miserable and sad. That's the problem right there. That's that's the problem. That's why we have a problem with dogs. That's why all of you are struggling. You're feeling bad about your dog. You have a husband and wife You have a husband who can't sit on his own damn couch. I mean, it was our couch, but still, it happens at home. You have a husband who can't sit on the family couch. If the dog is on there, or else he'll get bit by a dog. This is the world we're living in. And then people feel bad because the dog looked sad. Oh, poor fucking dog. You live another day. You should be celebrating. Now, that could have been stopped. They didn't know, but just that's why I do my show. If the dog ever does that, you put the dog on a long line. I don't have it. I don't believe in shock collars. Okay, fine. Or I don't have a shot collar. Fine. Yank the fucking dog off that couch so goddamn fast it flies through the air jeez, that sounds so harsh, Jeff. You must not like dogs. I like dogs so much that I know if that dog doesn't stop, it's going to end up dead. Meanwhile, everybody just cares about their own agenda, their ego, some, some cut-and-paste response some long drawn out protocol so they look smart but it doesn't fucking work so I gotta wait three months to sit next to my wife that's longer than some marriages last no How about we solve this problem in five minutes? Five minutes. I take shits longer than five minutes. I don't. Actually, I've got a really good system. The basis behind all of this is what's your thought process? That's not being mean to the dog. That doesn't mean you don't love your dog. That's not going to destroy your relationship with the dog. At all. That's what I was going to say about girl. I forgot. Girl, best dog I ever had. Not the best, no. Uma was the best dog I ever had. She's been dead for a while. But girl was an incredible dog. Everybody loved watching girl work. Everybody watched her. Everybody watched the relationship that girl and I had. You don't think she ever got any heavy corrections? She was so great because she got heavy corrections. Every day? Hell no! At the beginning? Maybe once a week? time she was is 12 once a year if for something stupid probably let's get to your questions I've gotta go I gotta I gotta got someone coming to the house at 9:15 for a physical I'm redoing my life insurance so being 57 now you got to get you don't know, they actually come out to you and do a physical blood work and blood pressure and heart rate and kind of fast water only since last night and fast it's not that hard to do but Avi says hi all good Murph good morning good morning to you Snuggle Buns good morning Brittany good morning hey everyone Jojo Deb says good morning Jeff wish Rumble had a nap yeah I know something's going on with Rumble so I think I don't know if Rumble someone hijacked my account or what but that's what that's what Tony's for It was Tony. He's like, Jeff, I'm trying to get your website up, and your new website up and going. Um, John says, good morning, everyone. Deb says, thanks. Carol, good morning from Gillette, Wyoming. Still cold up there in Gillette, Wyoming? It's funny because Gillette is a New England thing. Gillette Stadium, Gillette Razors. Wonder what the Gillette, Wyoming, is named after. And This is good morning. V and me are good morning first time live watcher. Oh, congratulations! Thanks for sharing your knowledge. Question is: territorial guarding, biting intruders, or invited guests? Basically, the same as resource guarding. Um, I would treat it the same. Well, but you got to, but biting an intruder or an invited guest, those are two different things. An invited guest doesn't get bit. An intruder, which I'm not stupid. It does happen. But usually a dog barking hopefully should be enough. But with all the people that are on so many drugs now doing petty crimes, somebody comes on your property unannounced and they get bit, that's not resource guarding. That's not resource guarding at all. Um, else is against to get this loaded on rumble today yeah, I know we're having a problem with rumble today I, I didn't know we had a problem on rumble until three minutes before the show started uh, Deb says resource guarding humans is the worst especially in multi-dog homes yep and then dogs will resource guard humans against other dogs in the house Deb says, the out away from humans works great. Sure does. Robert says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Allison. says Good morning, all. A. Jurassic. Out might be the most powerful command in our house. Two intact. Boucheron males. Four kids uh, with more on the way. Okay, oh, congratulations. I'm dying to hear how mouth tape went since using it completely changed my sleep and life. I've used it for two nights, but... I never wake up with it on, so I don't know. I don't know yet. I can't give you a. Uh, I can't give you a good uh, answer on that yet. Ryan says, "Good morning, Jeff. Ozzy's is doing awesome. Oh, that's good. Since since doing the protocols you talked about during our one on one, we'll tell some of it on Patreon Zoom this week. Looking forward to it. Thanks, man. Yeah, we've got a Patreon tonight." If you're not part of Patreon, we do a Zoom, a QA zoom, face-to-face, voice to voice. We get a lot of you get a lot of more personalized service. It's $10 bucks a month. Join our Patreon channel. It's uh Patreon.com slash solid canine training. Um uh, Andrea says, I can take anything from mine and work on it between dogs. My friends crack up because I show it to them and ask, did you buy this? LOL. Kim says, uh, good morning, Jeff. I just watched a clip where the person is laughing as he keeps putting his hand near dog, his bone, and his dog growls. They're laughing their asses off. I see this a lot. Why is that? People just don't understand what the position of a dog should be. What the fuck up has so many meanings. What the fuck? Yeah. It's a matter of time. Unless unless it's a trick. Unless they trained it as a trick. So say you got a dog that's really well balanced and you train the dog to growl in that situation. And the growl is just literally a sound effect. It's actually it has no intent behind it. But people think a lot of stuff is cute. People think a lot of stuff is cute until they get bit. And then it's your fucking fault for reinforcing it. Uh, Ryan says, for everyone else, Ozzy's a big resource gardener, bit me bad, been a terror, and no one could be around him safely. He is now calm, thanks to Jeff advising Romoli. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Carol says, I agree with your philosophy on dog training 100%. We as the owner are top dog, yeah. But see, this is the thing, Carol. When you say the word top dog there's a humongous segment of the population that takes offense to that i mean no you're not you're an equal and you're the dog's you're the dog's either parent or guardian or something besides owner owner You're something besides the dog's owner. Oh, well, what does owner imply? Now are we going back to something sexist? Are we going back to slavery? Speaking of slavery, I posted up Thomas Sowell's book um, yesterday. And did you know that for the first hundred years before a black person was lynched, they were lynching white people? Just to give everybody a little heads up there. On all of us with white privilege. Yep. Damn right we had privilege. We got lynched first. You know how we get everything first, right? Well, we got lynched first for a hundred years. Just a little FYI. Um, Melissa says the farmer's going to hate for get hate for that. That's for shooting the dog. Um, Melissa says my grandfather did, yeah. Yeah, years ago, he didn't care. I hope he didn't care. He's got a fucking gun. The gun don't care either. If If you see a dog kill your livestock and then the dog runs back home, you can go to the owner's home and shoot the dog right there. I don't know if that's everywhere, but you got the right to. And the other farmer usually goes... Yep. That's the consequence. Farmers are pretty smart. They're pretty smart people, hardworking. And we've done everything in this fucking country to destroy the American farm because of our interests overseas. Jojo says, I'm in Scotland. I live within a working sheep and cattle farm. My dog doesn't even look at the livestock. He was trained young before we moved here with an e-cower. does not want anything to do with them. Good. And he wouldn't be alive if he wasn't trained. all says, Ryan Johnson, congrats on the changes you have uh, implemented and your commitment to training Ozzy. I found Jeff to a major jumping biting problem with my male GSD, and Jeff helped me stop it. Good. It's good to hear, Hannibal. Moses says, "Yep, my retired Czech dogs and are the protector of our baby chickens. Had some chicks and grown chickens taken last year by hawks. Yeah, think about that. Mother Nature doesn't give a see. This is the thing. Mother Nature doesn't give a shit about your, you know, your agenda, your force-free agenda, because guess what." Mother Nature uses a lot of force. Mother Nature will eat you up and destroy you. It'll eat you up and destroy you. And as someone that used to be a pretty big backpacker, I was never a survivalist, but I would get myself into some pretty sticky situations. And I assure you, Mother Nature didn't give a shit. What do you think? Mother Nature is going to just come down and go, oh, here, Jeff. Let me help you out. Let me, like, just create a water source for you. You're thirsty? You ran out of water? Because you didn't plan your hike right? Or maybe you took the wrong trail? Or maybe the the, the, the water that that is on your um, map actually isn't there? Oh, well, if you walk three blocks over, three trees over, you just open up a fridge and grab a bottle of water. No, it doesn't work that way. You piss in a fucking, your Nalgene, and you keep going until you're like, okay, can't go any farther. And then there's your liquid for you. Hey, buddy. Hi, I need a chair. Oh. It's Tuesday. Yeah. your podcast tonight? What? All right. right, yeah. Okay, go. Go do your schooling. Angelo's school starts at nine. He's a homeschool kid. Angel's podcast is tonight. I'm not sure what time, but we'll do it tonight. We might do a late one. So we can have, might do a seven o'clock podcast for you, Angie. Yeah, so we have the whole freaking day to do stuff. Well, it's that's a bit late, though. We'll seven o'clock podcast. Late for who? You're up. It's too late. That's late in the day. Yeah, well, more people can look at, more people can watch, see, interact, build your audience. About six to seven might be late, I think I might do a Patreon then. Or if I do a five to six Patreon and then we have to have dinner and then we do your podcast. All right? Okay. All right. Have fun and have fun. I'll see you in a little bit. All right. Kim says, uh, let's, oh no, hold on here. Jojo says, uh or there would be consequences, but the farmer had to shoot lawless dogs for sheep pouring. Of course. Yeah, your your sheep doesn't even have, your dog doesn't even have to kill the livestock. Your dog could just be pestering the livestock. Three, two, one, and me. I was so proud when we were walking. My dog acted like she didn't even uh, even see all the pigeons we were walking through. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, we got all kinds of birds on the ground here. So think about that. Over in the UK, over in the UK where all of you are celebrating the banning of Shock cowers when a dog chases livestock, doesn't even kill them. Let's say that it doesn't even kill them, just chases them around and stresses them out. Dead dog. Dead dog. That, that like, this is what's going to happen over there. This is what is going to happen in the UK. That's just the livestock issue. Within, within there's tons of other issues. But everybody's celebrating. Everybody's celebrating. And everybody's speaking out against it now. But you're too late. You might not be too late. Maybe they can reverse it. But, but. Where were you five years ago when I was over there telling you all to stop being a bunch of fucking pussies? Those were my exact words, I believe. Stop being a bunch of pussies and fucking do something about it. And and these were just whatever. It'll be sexist. Grown ass fucking men I was talking to. Grown-ass men, stop being fucking pussies and stand up for your fucking rights. Because these were trainers. You better fucking stand up. None of these trainers had shock hours on their websites. They're not illegal. They're just frowned upon. Who gives a shit? There's a lot of things that are frowned upon. My podcast is frowned upon by many. I don't care. Whatever happened to standing up for your rights, the dog's rights, the family's rights? No. You're so worried about everything, about everything. What, your feelings being hurt? Welcome to the real fucking world. Feelings get hurt. Says that's uh that the dog is doing works, he got his way. That's the message. Yep. As far as as far as resource guarding, and you move away. Dog's like, why would I stop resource guarding? Skylar, my husky has tried to bite me over food. She now has to wait until I close the kennel door to eat, and she knows out so I can grab it if needed. Awesome, Skylar. She's done with water too. Oh, yeah, they'll do with anything. They'll go from, oh, I can't guard my food, let me guard my water. Oh, I can't guard my water, let me guard my crates. Oh, I can't guard my crates, let me, it's never, it's like whack-a-mole. So, that's why, stop it all, stop it cold. Build a relationship saying, you know, okay, here's a great example. I just kind of had this conversation with Angelo the other day. He lied for the first time. For the first time. I had to sit him down. I had to talk with him, and told him, "You don't lie. You don't. You don't just lie about this particular issue. You don't lie about anything. It's a character flaw. You don't lie." Well, I got that message across, and I did it with words. Because he's a human being, and I can sit him down, and I can talk to him. Robert said, these those are the same kid, people that give their kids cell phones when the kids start whining to shut them up, not, a, not addressing the problem. They're great. Kim says, you're making me cry again. Cass passed the Kleenex. So about girl, yeah. That yeah, girl was a great dog. Melissa says, tough to have to go through there. Been that. Have my two seniors, 11 and 12 and a half sisters, doing well so far. They have been a gift, and every day, every day for them is a gift. Yeah. I'm just not one of these people that let dogs suffer. Like, I'm not going to let you die. I'm not going to let you, like, live a miserable life. No. Why? Because I'm your fucking owner, and I'll and I will decide when it's time. Melissa says, yep, the chick, chickens are funny about that. They are smart and stupid, can't find their way back. Well, the, the chicken could get their way back, but the door was shut, closed, because we didn't know the chicken was out. So the, dog, the chicken couldn't get in. But yeah, there's a lot of times where the chickens can't figure out what door to go into. But they got no problem shitting on their, shitting everywhere, do they? Allison said, had a dog blow through the invisible fence at me and a client's touchy Mail mix that I'm rehabbing leash reactivity on Saturday and I was able to shut down the situation with a well aimed kick that didn't even connect. Dog stopped in shock, I think. But the dog I was walking normally would lose his mind but he was calm as a cucumber and I was proud. Good. Reminder to our dog owner friends to check invisible fence collar batteries. Yes. That's what happened with this one. Yeah. Bruno says, we do not tolerate resource guarding any dog that crawls in me cannot live in my house. Yes. I'm sure you fixed it first, but yes. If you can't fix it, right? Yep. Allison says, I can't even imagine living with a dog that resource guarded the bed. Hell no. Thank goodness they found you. Yeah. People do, Allison. So many people do. My papillon will growl and my German Shepherd if he approached her wall. She has a bone send my German Shepherd out if he does not move away on his own. Is this type of growling acceptable or should I stop them both? I actually don't have a problem with that. I actually don't have a problem with that. Because if not, your German Shepherd now steals bones from your Papillon. I don't have a problem with that kind of growling. I'm talking about human dog interaction. I'm sorry, dog-human interaction. No, if one of my dogs is eating their food bowl and another dog approaches and that dog growls it's eating... That dog, that dog better move away. That better, our dog better, better move away. You end up with a fat dog. Because he eats everybody else's food. Marino says, people must be afraid to correct their dogs. Yeah, I, th- I think they are, Marino. I think, either, this is a couple of things. They're either afraid to, they don't know how to, or they heard, they heard that it'll make it worse. There anything mysterious or difficult about any of this. You show the dog, you reward the dog, and when the dog doesn't listen, you correct the dog. Yeah. Marino, you, you, you're being logical. You're, you're being logical. Like Lately in dog training, logic has gone out the window. Marino says, um, that's how you solve every problem with a dog. None of our dogs resource guards. We do this with tr- when training starts. When they're a puppy, it's not difficult. Yeah. And a lot of people, <clears throat> you know, doing with a puppy, absolutely. But even people that don't have a puppy. You get an older dog. Like, we get dogs in our boarding train that already resource guard, and we stop it. So do other trainers. So do many other trainers. But the latest thing now is just like redirect the dog, give the dog something of higher value. Oh, are you fucking stupid? Do you realize that you are? You are, you are just increasing the dog's resource guarding. So listen to this concept. Like, like just, just, if I want my dog to have a reliable sit, and I say sit, and I give it food, and then it stays in a sit, and I come back, and I say good, and I give it food, because I haven't said break yet. So I'm using food as a reinforcer to increase the wanted behavior of the command. Now when my dog resource guards, I take food and I move it off to the side. I throw it off to the side so the dog takes that food. Oh, look, I stopped resource guarding. No, you didn't. You increased resource guarding. But it's not guarding the food bowl anymore. No shit. It's eating the food off the ground. It's a free buffet. Trust me, you didn't stop it. You think you did, but you didn't. The only way you stop a behavior by by stopping the actual behavior. Oh, my, I got my physical going on right now. I got to go, guys. All right. Take care, everybody. Bound in love with you. Can't keep this person waiting. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.